Okay. Boker Tov, good morning. Afreilichin lichtigin Hanukkah. So I know a lot of chaver away, but in my last, an opportunity to learn on Hanukkah. We don't, uh, we don't uh, pass it up. No way. So what I wanted to do today, I saw two beautiful things. One from the Tzadik, the Nachem Nachem, the Chernobyl Rebbe, beautiful sefer, the Mar Enayim. And another one is more, hey, it's not, another one is from a, a friend of mine that I'm going to talk about in a second. Well, we'll see that in a second. One of the mitzvahs we say, one of the brachas we say that, you know, obviously, and it's, it's always in the songs of Hanukkah, are the famous words, Bayamim Ahem and one of the one of the kavanas that everyone knows is important to have is that you know the the Baruch Hashem we, we know of Hanukkah but it's very hard to f- connect to the feeling simcha on the mitzvah of a ne- on the nays that happened to people thousands of years ago even if they were our leaders and even if they were our ancestors but how could I really say a bracha she'asa nisim la'vaseinu ba'mimahem b'zman hazeh like in those days, is this time, is now. Like, ki'ilu, now I'm supposed to also feel that miracle. Or, or, just like miracles took place back then, so too miracles are taking place right now, and I'm feeling the miracles in my life right now. But if you look at the nusach of the bracha, which we're going to be talking about, it's very, it's very that's not what it says. The miracles were happening to who? Them, it's not doesn't. The action of miracles is not referring to us in the bracha. What is referring to us? Something about in those times, in these times. What does that mean exactly? Can it be looked upon in the complete opposite when it comes to like Tisha B'Av and and the the destruction of the Beit Hamikdash because if you if you don't feel as if the Beit Hamikdash was destroyed today it's as if your generation destroyed the Beit Hamikdash so you, could, you could but how does that help us you could look at it like that but how does it help me feel connected to what the like that 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 always made me feel so guilty because I'm always like I guess I'm I guess I am the biggest destroyer of the Beit Hamikdash because I wish I felt the pain like like Chazal are talking about I want to feel it in a, in a Non-guilt way, you know, like that, that word always made me feel like... So this is like the opposite in the sense that just like they celebrated and they, they had Nisan, we have them today also. We have to feel like we have it, even though we don't necessarily see right. it the way that... Honestly, that makes me feel even worse. Okay. I'll tell you why. Because when you're supposed to feel besimcha, because everything is good and things are good, things are happening, and you're just not connected into it, I don't know, to me it makes me feel even worse about where I am, because I'm like... Apparently the party's happening and I'm not part of it. But we'll see, we'll, we'll see how, he, how he develops it over here. And let's make the pshat, Shasan Nisim Lavotenu, Yamim Lahem. And he's still doing Nisim Lavotenu. Ah, so let, let's, now let's go into the learning we're doing today, okay? This is very deep, very special thing. This is from the Chernobyl Rabbi, Rabbi Nachem Nachem Chernobyl, the Mare Naim. Okay, Yadua, Kola Mitzvah Zmanias. It's known. All the mitzvahs that are, you know, connected to time, bevoaz man shel mitzvah, at the time of doing the mitzvah, nisorer hadavar shehaya be'es harishon kshenitzdava mitzvah. What gets awakened at the time that we do a certain mitzvah that's time, you know, time bound? Not, not necessarily time bound mitzvah. It's not zman grama necessarily, but when the 
the Zman of the miracle took place, what ended up happening? There's an awakening of when it initially happened. Like Leil Seder, Lemashal. Or Purim, obviously, is a strong one. I was going to say, I was going to test you guys and say Sukkot. <laughs> right? Because Sukkot is not. It's, it's Yotzeh Minaklal. Shabbos, Shabbos, of course. Shabbos, of course. Me'achuz. So he's saying, when this man of the mitzvah comes, the awakening of what initially happened when the mitzvah was commanded took place. Meaning everything that happened when the mitzvah of Chanukah, when Chazal brought down Kva'um L'Shana Acheret, remember the next year when we were Kovat to start lighting candles and keeping Chanukah B'chulei, whatever was happening was Nit Orer also, is also Nit Orer right now. In other words, when I'm lighting the menorah, what else, what else is, what, what's opening for me right now on, on a spiritual level, in a time level, what's happening? Everything that happened back then, Apiyah Masort is open for us also right now to tune into and be connected to. So in Chanukah, there were, people, there were those that hated religion and wanted to nullify Am Yisrael, cancel out Am Yisrael, to obliterate us from Torah and to go over all the chukim. The miracles were, were, is that we actually held on to Torah, simple as it is. The Torah still remained relevant in our lives. We didn't let it go for dear life. That was considered a nace. Now, honestly, that is also a nace that you and I honestly still care about Torah and mitzvahs. It's the nace of Masorah. It's the nace of Masorah. Boketov. Chernobyl was, a, was by the time of the Baal Shem Tov and the Magid of Mizrich. You know who's from Chernobyl today? You know the Tversky family. He was mentioning before Rabbi Tversky. That whole line, Trisk, Harnestipel, it all came from uh, yeah, yeah, Chernobyl. The miracles that took place were the, just the simple fact that I that Torah is still part of my life. V'chein b'chol dor v'dor b'vo'azman, in every generation, when this time comes, hu mesugal l'zeh shenachzik b'toratenu, what does it open up the gates for? That you and I have a stronger achiza, a stronger grabbing onto Torah, and specifically the word chukim. What is, what's a chok? Things that I don't understand. Things that kivyachol are ma'ala teva, that don't make logical, rational sense to me. But on Chanukah, the Lashon is, ulahaviram mi chukei retzonecha. They take me away from the chukim of your ratzon, meaning you're... Will Hashem, which is a chok, which I don't even understand. All year long I'm grappling with it. I don't know if it's so shayach anymore. I don't know if it was ever shayach has v'shanam. But on Chanukah, the gates are opened to grab onto chukim again and say, this is mine. Dear, this is my home. This is my heart. I'm holding on to this. Yalla, continue weiter. Continue strong with my emuna. Look, he says here. V'im hu Torah how could it be that we're able to hold on to Torah for dear life the way we are? How could it be that we're able to be, mamish not just b'shalom with chukim, but also with love for chukim? Again, chukim retzonecha, the chukim that we don't understand, which is the ratzon Hashem. How could it be that you and I are sitting here today in a world which has, tries to defy all things that aren't completely rational or logic in the eye of the beholder, or the, or the heart of perception, 
And we're still doing things, and we're holding on to things that kivyachol don't make it that much sense, perhaps. Why is it? How could it be? Why? He says very beautifully. Mami and Tati, Zaidi and Babi, how would you say it in, in Afghan? Babush and Babish. Babush and Babish. And then, the, how do you say the next generation? The upper? Babush and Babish. They daven for this. Mamash, you, 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 you really hit the, the nose, it's so deep. What were they doing? What were they, what were they doing? What were they busy doing? How much, you know how much of their Yiddishkeit was about you and I? Our Yiddish, unfortunately, I hate to say it, but so much about, I'm not talking about like giving over to your children, but just thinking of future generations. How much of our Yiddishkeit, you know, I'll tell you something beautiful. I was uh, in a big, I was in a park in Ranana the other day with my family. A park nearby where I used to live, my parents', uh, my parents neighborhood. Boketov, good morning, good Hanukkah. I was in a park, uh, Mr. Rich, you'll know where this is. I was visiting my parents, and do you remember, um, you know Rachov Herzl? Yeah. So the end of Herzl, there's this beautiful park. The new park. Uh, I guess it's, yeah. No, 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 not, no, no, before, before then. Oh, I know. And, yeah, and my wife and I were looking at these, now, Ranana's not that old. Ranana is like, uh, maybe, uh, what is it now, 100 years probably, yeah, because in 1990 we were singing in school 70 years to Ranana, so now it's, it's 100 years old, I remember this. Yafeh, Ranana used to be Pardesim, Pardes, where it's still, main street there is called Pardes Meshutaf, it's all, all Parsi, doesn't look like that so much now, right? <laughs> in any event... I'm sitting in the park there, and I'm looking at these massive trees. And I asked my wife, I said, how old do you think these trees were? So she told me how it's probably trees that were planted because of this, it was all swamp there, right? So these are the trees that were initially planted to make, to, to preserve, basically, to seder. But these trees now in the park were so big that my children could play in there on a hot day because there was shade. I was connecting to the person that planted that tree so that my child can then play in shade. Do you think, do you think he... It was, it was such a deep moment. I, I wasn't on anything, guys, I'm telling you. <laughs> I know it sounds a little bit insane that I'm sitting in a park thinking about a guy who planted a tree 100 years ago. I wasn't... No not. I'm just sitting there. I'm like, it struck me so deep. Like, people... Like, even... If, maybe they thought about it, maybe they didn't even think about it, but the result of whatever they planted, they reaped no benefit from they reap no benefit from. And, I was, and, and then I wondered how much of my Yiddish guide is thinking about planting a seed to preserve, to, to hopefully make shade one day for people to come. I'm so involved in my own Yiddish guide, in my own Hatzlachas, in my own grasping, in my own understanding, in my own making sure I'm living my dream and everything. They daven for us, he's saying, and he's going to show us here, the Avos, what were they doing? They planted seeds so that there'd be shade for the children to come inside. So, okay, so now, so now, now look back inside. We're in the middle of the second paragraph, fifth line from the top. Lachen, ksiv ba'avram, vayirdof adan, 
the Pasuk says this is regarding the war with the five kings. When he got to Dan, the area of Dan, so his, his, uh, he got very tired and he started davening over what happened over there. Now, what, what was going to happen there? So if you look in Sefer Melachim, in the time of Rechavam, that's when they, in Yeravam, that's when they built two Eglei Zahav. One was placed in Dan, one was put in Beit El. So he's already, Rashi is telling us, he, 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 he hunted them down till Dan, he felt something over there. He's like, Yidin are going to have a hard time believing in God in this place. So he started davening for something that happened in the time of Yeravam. Avram Avinu was davening for the future. Ken Ramaz Avram Avinu lava shalom al Chanukah. And then he also hinted to Chanukah when he says, when he turns in Parshas Vayera, he turns to Eliezer and he turns to Ishmael. They're all walking together towards Har Moriah. But then he says to them, you guys stay here. Shvu lachem imachamor. You guys stay here with the donkey. Vani v'anar neilcha adko. And me and, the, me and my child, we're going to walk, meaning we're going to pave a way now, till Ko. What's Ko? Chofhei Kislev. The 25th of Kislev, the first day of Hanukkah. That's a very strong remez in this farm. V'ani v'anar neilcha adko. What we're going to establish here with Emuna, what's going to happen right now, we'll give Koyach for Yidin to fight for, for Yerubon Hashanah, and for Yiddishkeit, you'll see, till Hanukkah comes, and there's going to be this Gvura of Chashmonaim, they're going to receive it from the Masorah, from the davening that we're davening over them. Yosef HaTzadik was also davening for, for later on, he was charred, he was full of awe for what's going to be one day. When he's reunited, right, with his, uh, or maybe this is in Vayigash. I don't remember over here. Maybe it's Vayigash. Elohim yachnecha bni. Yachnecha. What does that mean, yachnecha? Leshon Chanukah. Sheyaseh Hashem nisim v'niflos b'chanukah. Meaning until now, the Chernobyl is showing when our avot engaged with each other. Everything they were involved with was paving the way and thinking about how it probably will be harder one day to believe in God. Listen, when you're a Chiddush, like Avram Avinu, it feels very good being a Chiddush. Maybe very hard. Maybe very difficult. Come out to the world, the whole world's crazy. Ever Hanar, Avram Ivri, the whole world is on the one side. But it's still like a Chiddush, so there's enthusiasm and excitement when you're the first at something that you're doing. But what happens when it's already route, right? Over and over. So it's going to be hard to hold on to feeling the fire and the power of that hitchachut, of that excitement. Here he's saying the avot, what they were busy doing, was they were thinking about how long it's going to take until you and I, you know, how long it's going to be until Mashiach comes. What, what are you and I going to have to hold on to until Mashiach Tzidkenu comes? Planting trees so that there'll be shade thousands of years in the future so that we can be under there. Every year around this time, there's a downfall of the Rishayim from the nations of the world, haters of Divrei Torah, until they will completely be nullified and fall for good. Eventually Mashiach will come when all the haters of Torah 
all who resemble Yavan of today will be completely nullified. Unfortunately, when we read this paragraph, I'm debating if I should say this, but I think I have to because I feel it. It's, I'm, I'm not thinking so much about Goyim. Look, I'm going to say it again. Every single year, there'll be a, a downfall of the Rishayim. And he says here, Umos HaOlam, the nations of the world who hate Divrei Torah. Until they are completely nullified and then Mashiach can come. We, we see today there's, there's, there's a war, what we call, you know, when you, you know what a mit yaven means? Lehit yaven? Become Greekified. Be, yeah, becoming Greek, like Greekifying ourselves. So, you know, I, my friend of mine, a friend of mine, a friend of Am Yisrael, he's whatever, he was posted a picture yesterday, he was walking through Tel Aviv, through the mall. There's one little Chanukiah in one store, the rest of the mall, Dum, 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 ding, 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 ding. The whole mall. This India is it's it's still it's still there. It's still there's a big biru, a big sifting. We have to really dive into the light, the light of Hanukkah and, the, and what the Avot worked so hard on providing for us prevails, and we take advantage of it. arachti mishichi. I prepared a candle for my Mashiach. Miner Chanukah. Hu ha'aracha she'yavo Mashiach tzidkenu v'yitbatlu kol ha'klipot. Again, another hint that, that Chanukah was prepared for us. The candles of Chanukah was something that was prepared for us, for Mashiach to come, if we take advantage of it, of grabbing ourselves on to chukei retzonecha, to the Torah, to the laws of the Torah, to learning the laws of the Torah. From Chanukah, that all the klipos will finally come. Vizel, and he has one more remez at the end here. Vizel atchetichle ragle tedharmodai. Now we know the lashon of the Shulchan Aruch. It says atchetichle regel minashuk. When are you supposed to light Chanukah candles? What's that language? Atchetichle regel minashuk. Which me? Yeah, but what is that? What's the literal uh, meaning of those words? The market, huh? The, people stop stop walking in the marketplace. Right, so the the, the language really is is Ragle de Tarmodai, the the feet of the Tarmodai. The Tarmodai, I was looking inside this fascinating group of people, big of the Avodazara. They were the ones that they had something to do with chopping wood and offering it to people when they were like uh, basically stranded, like at the airport when they offer you a Coke for thirty bucks. Because they know you, you know. So they were like the ones that like brought wood, right? And Dafka at a time late when the market was closing, and then they would be able to charge that much more, right? So he says a gewalt thing. Meaning until the, the feet, until the energy of the tarmodayim, those that take advantage, as nichle, is done from the world. Who are klipa, k'tichtiv tarmud beharim. This is the klipa called Tarmudai that come and try to take advantage of Yidin and offer them cokes for 30 bucks and the airport, like whatever, whatever that is. Okay, but what's going on over here? Let's go back to the beginning. Baruch atah Hashem alekeinu melech ha'olam she'asa nisim laviseinu bayamim ha'im ba'azman hazeh Now let's give it a perush. She'asa nisim laviseinu The nais, what's the nais? of our fathers, that you and I are still keeping Yiddishkeit. She'asa nisim laviseinu, that you and I are still keeping Yiddishkeit. Be'amim ahem, in those days, what were they doing? 
they were thinking about you and I, you and I, Basman Azen. And look at me, I'm lighting Hanukkah candles. Beautiful, right? Isn't that, isn't that the deepest thing in the world? Now, many of you have heard of me mention his name, and he actually came to my house a few months ago. Rabbi Raz Hartman did it. Were any of you at my house when he came? Anyone come? You were there? You were there. Nothing I could say about him will justify anything about, about how, how special he is. He's one of my dear friends. He's a Rav in Yushlam. You sure you know him? He used to be in Badain. You know Raz, Glebish, your old band, Chevron. So he, he writes a lot. Uh, it's, it's always in Hebrew. He writes so much. He's like, his name, everything about him is a secret. His name is Raz, Raz is Gimatria. Or, like there's, there's all these different, his parsha of was Bahar, it's also Gimatria, Raz. One of these guys, it's like everything about, you know, it's all one, <laughs> secrets after secrets. Chassid Rabbi Nachman, Rav Kook, it's close to Rabbi Shlomo. So look at the next page. He writes every night what he got when he was standing by the candles. And when I saw what he wrote on the first night, it struck me so deep. Basically, I just wanted to share this sweet story. <clears throat> of course, Shlomo spent a lot of time on airplanes. So, uh, and he, means, he means Reb Shlomo when he says that. Yeah. Right. And, and so before 9-11, you know, so people would be invited to the cockpits. Right. Yeah. Uh-huh. So they invited him in. So they asked him, he says, well, Shlomo, what do you see? He says, well, what do you mean? I see clouds and I see sky. So the pilot said, he says, I see highways. <laughs> So Shlomo said exactly what you're saying is that um, is that what our vote did they created they created a highway, yeah. made it so much easier for us from where we are. And I was just thinking, you know, <laughs> I mean, really, essentially, there's only one way to raise children, right? It's by raising ourselves. Like we create this highway for them, and then it's easier for them. Yeah, Ashrenim, Amen, a big Amen for that. So look what he says here. Halay, this is the second page. You have it. <coughs> Halayla, the Hebrew gets a little bit, whatever, just, just flow with me. We're not going to do the whole thing, but just, there's an akuda here I wanted to get to. Halayla, bebirkata adlaka, amarti she'asana sim la'avotechem, ba'yememahem bazman azeh. Okay, so I haven't called him yet to see if this is a typo or not. <laughs> because if you're looking at your children, it does make sense to say, huh? Yeah, like if you really want to bring this chinuch moment to hadlakas neiras, <coughs> I'm not. By the way, I'm not advising anyone to change the nusach of the bracha. Okay, this is not the point. Doesn't, doesn't that disclude him? So that's why I have to call him. Like I'm saying, maybe he said this after he lit, and while they lit, and he's like, Shavu, you know, I don't for sure he did not change the nusach of the bracha, but I'm trying to figure out the context exactly. But he says, Shasani sim lavutechem. And then I finally, I, instantly I got this Indian. Exactly what we were saying. We are the miracles of our, of our parents. This bracha is so chai v'kayam. Like if you end up, if you find yourself anywhere in the world saying the bracha, what you're really doing is you're giving a, what's in Hebrew it's called like a gushpanka. How do you say that in English? It's like, uh, it's actually Aramaic, but... Stand seal, seal of approval. It's like you're saying, yes. And someone's going to ask you, really? How? Look at me. I'm lighting the menorah. What, do you, what else do I need to do in the world to, to show a bracha take place? What, what else do I have to do? Beyond all the normal 
meanings of it, ישנו נס גדול שנעשה לאבותינו שבימיהם לא ראו, כמו נס חנוכה, there's a great נס that happened to our parents that they didn't see in their lives, like נס חנוכה, המציאות מחזיקה יותר בתוכה ממה שנראה ברגע הראשון. Reality holds much more in it than what's seen in the first rega. Now, I think what he may be connecting to is, when, did, when was the mitzvah of Hanukkah established? Had to be after, after the miracle happened. That means that while the miracle happened, right, the miracle was happening, there was no establishment of what's going to be for Dorei Dorot. But they must have been thinking about Dorei Dorot while they, did, while, while, while they had their Mesirut Nefesh. And here's, here's a very important thing. Most people refer to Mesirus Nefesh thinking of, look what I'm going to do so that in the moment right now there won't be a Chilul Hashem. Then there's a world of having Mesirus Nefesh thinking, what am I going to do right now, even if this looks crazy? So that for Dorei Dorot there won't be a Chilul Hashem. Who's a great example of that in the Torah? Pinchas. Yes. You have to understand something. Pinchas, at that moment, if no one else was speaking up, why wasn't anyone else speaking up when Cosby was with Zimri? Because he's the Messi. He's just not the head of Shimon. Now also, you have to understand, um, Cosby, uh, uh, Zimri, ben, uh, uh, no, Cosby bought uh, Tzur. We look at her as like, oh, she was probably like this, this, mamish, this prostitute that was trying to... She was a Nesicha. This, this was the elite of the Midianite nation. It wasn't, and also, I was learning it this year. The women then, they weren't coming, and, and the, the seduction was so confusing because it seemed that, like, they were bringing down an energy of, like, no, we can make the whole world one if we all get together. Like, Amish, Beshem, all the garbage that's happening today in the world about, Mamish, all the sheker that's in the world about, Akol, you know, no, wait, wait, wait. Akol olech, everything's love, peace and love, right? Woodstock. Huh? Woodstock. Can you look like a kol Can you imagine if there were no drugs at Woodstock, what would have been? If everyone was with their, like, if everyone was just their level-headed, like, can you imagine if there was nothing psychedelic at Woodstock, what, you think Woodstock would be, what, there would be a little music festival no one would have heard of. People would have forgotten about it and it would have been like anything else. Well, look at today. Huh? Look at today, like you just said. כן. Maybe it's gone. What are we bringing it back to the table? It's going to my head. Keep it there. Okay, let's go back. <laughs> let's go back. So he's saying over here something, something beautiful. At the first moment when things happen, let's go back to Pinchas for a second. So Pinchas does what he does. He, now, what, what, do we, what did Pinchas know about himself as a Koyan? That if I murder... I can't be a Kohen anymore. That's the, even the, the depths of Pinchas is that if I do this, what am I giving up on? The now. But what am I kovah for the future? 
The Yidin know that assimilation never goes, no matter what. Yeah, but that, that's like even... Huh? That's more of a measure. That the, the, I just gave, gave in uh, uh, Evan Shlomo on Bamidbar, right? There's about 50 pages in there, 40 pages talking about how the Makoshesh Eitzim was the deepest Shomer Shabbos in the world. Because he saw Jews are going to be staying in the desert for a long time. They're going to forget about the preciousness of Shabbos. So I'm going to Makoshesh. He was one of the top students of Moshe Rabbeinu. I, I'm, going to, I'm going to do what I do so that you didn't see what happened to you if you Mechal Shabbos. So that's like, it's crazy far out stuff, but it's thinking about, and then look what happens. His daughters come and they realize my father was so deep. Come and give me a place in Eretz Yisrael. They had the koyach to come to Moshe. And then what does Hashem say when Moshe Moshe Rabbeinu brings their words to Hashem? The Torah uses a very interesting word. Ken Moshe, Ken Benost Slovcha Dovros. Ken, which means, yes, and also when when you say about someone in Hebrew, they're Kenim, what does that mean? Honest. Ken b'not dovrot. They realize their father acted on Mesiris Nefesh for generations and generations to come. This is Hanukkah. She'asa nisim The miracle of Hanukkah that we're celebrating is not so much that a pach shemen lasted for eight days or that a war was won. It's, it's that... They had such mysterious nefesh to do what they did so that you and I would still be lighting Hanukkah candles thousands of years later. It's so beautiful. Such a twist on the way we, we relate to this bracha. Hadavar nachon, we're in the, the end of the third line. Hadavar nachon bechol yom uberega mesuyam gam ledorot. Betoch haner sheidliku avoteinu haya gam hanes shenikra anachnu. It's beautiful. In the candle that our avot lit, there was also something else. You know, that's called you and me, our children, right now. You know, I know how deep it is to have friends like this, but you know also how intimidating it is sometimes to have friends. Like, my conversations with him on the phone are like, kind of like this sometimes. It's like, I hope he doesn't listen to this, but sometimes when he calls, I have to go through like, like I have to go, you know, because it's, it's always, it's not going to be like, you know, like when I say Manishma, it's always the funniest, like the most craziest moment. Manishma Raz. Wow. Manishma. <laughs> What's happening right now? Do you really want to know? And in this second paragraph, in this paragraph, I understood that Now that, you know what, that was true back then. But, but when, we're, when we're lighting the menorah, what are we doing? Uh, here... I would become a mitzvah. This is going down in my notebook of making sure that I kept mitzvahs as saying. Of course that's there, but is that where your head's at? When, you know, I, it's so true. Sometimes you can give over Yiddishkeit to your children by making sure you learn with them every Shabbos afternoon for hours, Mishnayas, or even Sipurei Chassidim. And sometimes you can give over to your children the whole of Yiddishkeit, the way they look at you while you're engaged in a mitzvah. When your children look at you lighting the Hanukkah candles, you just like we know, our daughters can receive more of Yiddishkeit watching their mother light Shabbos candles than probably learning 80 years of Mishnayas Shabbos. It's just the way it is. And 
And then look how deep he says, This we learned a few years ago from Nachanan ben Arison. We have no right to use them, just like the candles. Just to look at them. How do you say that in English, Moshe? The hokir. Is that like, like, I get, get to know them? No, that's, a, that's with a cuff. Oh. The hokir, like yakar, to... Uh, Appreciate, appreciate mm-hmm. Deeper. The value of it to, to, I don't know, I'm not going there. To beautify their candle. And to look at them. To look at them and be in awe of them. Yes, we have a chinuch thing. We have to help their light shine bright in the world. That means like Chanukatam. Yesh lanu chovat adlaka. We have to light them. Aval rak kedivir Rashi, but like Rashi tells us in Baalotcha, how much? What's your chiyuv of chinuch? Ad shetehe shalavatam olam meelia. Like it says in Parshat Baalotcha, you have to kindle the light of the menorah on the base of Midrash till what? Until it's shining bright on their own. Our chiyuv is to light up our children, but to the only till where? that they recognize their own light and it's lit on their own. And now it's, and, and it's being alive. And they realize, but who lit my candle? Oh, my Abba did, my mommy did. And then we realize their light is not ours. It's just that it was our, the, the gift Hashem gave us, the gift Hashem gave us, is that we can look at their light. That's a gift Hashem gave us. That we can look at their light. It's a candle. You're moving the flame from one to another. From one generation to the next. Do you own your children? No. Anyone here own their children? Remember the famous story? Who was it? Rabbi Akiva? In the Gemara, whose was it? Nebuch, his children died on Shabbos. His wife hit. Rabbi Meir. Thank you. Yeah, Rabbi Meir. Say, say over the story. Do you remember it? I think they, they, they died, waited. He went to show, and the children died. The children died. The wife covered covered, covered them over Shabbat. Bruria. Yeah. Two sons died. She covered them, and then af- didn't say a word. And then after Shabbos, yeah. she said to him, "When someone gives you a picadon and they want it back, what do you do? Right? A picadon is a deposit. Yeah, then what do you do? So he said, you have to give the deposit back." says, what do you do while you have a deposit? You have to watch over it and guard it for dear life. And then she showed him the two sons. It's like, it's a, as much as that is a devastating, heartbreaking story, we have no reshut to, to use our children. They're pikdonot, they should live, be well, and have atzlacha and simcha their whole lives. But what's my relationship with my children? I'm here to light their candle and then realize... Their light is my nace. It's, a na- it's not that I caused the nace. But when they shine their light in the world, this is my nace. Not things that are happening to me. The fact that my children have light in their lives has to be a nace for me. And that's what I wanted to get to today. When we are lighting the candles, mm-hmm. so it's probably a little bit weird for you and for you, because, but what I want to say is like this. Realize something. You're sitting here learning Torah. Hanukkah vacation. You know what your parents are going to do tonight when they say, You just made the bracha so much easier for them to connect to. Your son's finishing the whole Torah this Shabbos. I can't even imagine your Hanukkah brachas. He just finished laning the whole Torah. 
this year. Sheasa nisim lavot. What is AB 15? Sheasa nisim lavoteinu. Bayamim ahem bazman as a soul. If you can't feel yet that your children's candle is lit yet, whatever the Indian is, just know. When you're lighting the candles, you're causing whoever gave you Tyre and Yiddishkeit to experience a miracle as well. It's the link of all links, this, this bracha. It's the link of all links. And with that in mind, I feel like we have a... It changes the whole framework of this guilt of, I'm supposed to feel that, you know, Hanukkah, it was a big miracle, happened, what a miracle, and I'm sure there are miracles in my life too, and let me sit here and try to force myself with every ounce of energy to feel that right now life's a miracle. Sometimes it just doesn't work like that. And it causes, that was what I was talking about in the beginning, it causes the guilt effect to be like, man, if I was pure and clean, I'd feel this is all a miracle right now, but I don't, yeah. How does this Torah work for someone who doesn't have children yet? Go back, I just said, the link can work. It's, it's both. It's like you're saying, forget about if I don't have children yet, or if my children's candles aren't lit yet, mm-hmm. I'm standing here lighting in the menorah. So what am I basically connecting to? I'm going back, and I'm like, oh my God, I am the miracle of my parents. I am the miracle of Avram. I am the miracle of Yosef. I am the miracle of the Maccabim. The, every time I light the menorah, and every time I say a bracha, the gvura and the nitzachon of the chashmonaim just got bigger in the world. I was thinking about it last night. I live in Rechov Matitiyahu HaKohen, you know? <laughs> I, could we just stop for a second? I grew up on Highland Avenue in Los Angeles, and I'm sure it's nice and special, right? <laughs> the shul that we lived on, the shul we grew up in was on Beverly Boulevard, right? Now, I live on Rechov, the shul and the, and the street I live on, I'm lighting the menorah, is called Matitiyahu HaKohen. Stop for a second. Just stop for a second. This is, you know, the lostam. These things are in stam. Anyway, we should be privileged when we engage with the nerot to feel like we are our parents' miracles and that we should somehow beautifully infuse within our children not what they have to do, but that they are our miracles. Why? Because this is what brings out Kedei Lehodot Ulaalel Shimcha Gadol Al Nisecha Al Nifloisecha Al Yishuasecha. All right, Shkreich, everyone. Yeah. 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 Yeah.